0: Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala! Up to the last Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James with the rejection! Who's gonna guard Carl Malone? Barkley, they got a
1: team on Antoine Carr.
0: Russell will inbound at half court.
2: Uh-oh. Stockton, open, three, Get it! John Stockton sends the Utah Jazz to the NBA Finals!
0: There's one thing I want to say here tonight. It's only four words. This one's for John. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. The Cubs win the World Series, and the Cubs have finally won it all. Welcome to Name Change Pending. This is your host, Brian Preece. You find me on Twitter, at Priest 24 That's at B-P-R-E-E-C-E-24. I'm joined today by Tommy Jerome. You're going to get the top billing now after that <laughs> previous recording debacle from Josh. So, Tommy, what you got?
2: Hey, how's it going? It's Tommy. You can find me on Twitter, at ruth_less_lupe. underscore That's R-U-T-H-L-E-S-S underscore L-U-P-E, Lupe.
0: Okay, Josh, are you ready now?
1: So what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give us a Twitter handle, and uh, then at some point you could add Josh, something uh, worthwhile.
1: Twitter at r y s e n s h o u t. Okay.
0: So today we are going to be talking about the World Series: Astros, Nationals, now tied at two games apiece. And then we'll go over some surprises from the NFL season. Astros, Nationals. None of us are are big fans of any of these teams, and postseason baseball. Let's. Let's be really honest here. It can be tough to watch if your team's not involved because it takes forever.
1: Yeah, it takes forever. They're going to use a million pitchers. They're going to use a million pitchers. And this this particular World Series seems so one-sided. Like, Yeah, going I, if, into it. If you go back to our predictions, we all picked the Astros to win the World Series mm-hmm. so, and not the Nationals to make the playoffs. And the yeah. way they kind of slid in on the last day and they're just kind of riding it, it was like well, this is like an obvious answer that the Astros are just going to destroy them. And then they came out, they won the first game 5-4, to four and it was like, like that's a check your score on your cell phone and see how much the Astros won by. And then yep. they lost, and was like, oh, that's interesting. Ah, it's
0: baseball. Everybody yeah. gets one.
1: Yeah, that happens. And then they came out the same game and destroyed the Astros, both in Houston, and it was like, oh. Yeah, 12-3. Yeah. And, <laughs> and,
0: so, and there was, I think there was a six-run, Nationals had a six-run seventh inning, followed by a three-run eighth inning.
1: Yeah, and, and you just don't expect that. And you knew you knew that they were going to be throwing Verlander and Cole's first games. So it mm-hmm. was like, if anyone's set up for a, for a series, it's the Astros, because they got three good pitchers, and then their first two go and get shelled. And it's like, oh, well, well now what's going to happen? Yeah. And so it's kind of a confusing World Series. Now the Astros seem to have a grip on things and – and they're putting it together, and I think for games for the latter two games, they're going to still have Cole and, and Verlander to be able to go and be able to come back. Yeah, but yeah, th- I'd say surprising is that would be the theme of of this World Series. Just that the Nationals are there in the first place, and that the and that they came in and did anything to the Astros because for months it's been the Astros World Series to mm-hmm. to lose.
0: Yeah, as soon as they acquired Zach Granke at the trade deadline, right? I pretty much across the board, everybody said, "Well, you know." It's just a matter of time. <laughs> right. Astros are going to win another World Series.
1: Yeah, in, in August, everyone was like, well, baseball season was nice. crown the Astros, right? Yeah. Do we need to do the rest? Okay. So that would be my main takeaway is that I didn't expect it to go five games. And it's looking like, well, I mean, at least he's going to go six now.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's surprising. So, yeah, so you mentioned Nats win 5-4 in game one, 12-3 shellacking in game two. And then they, they go to... Washington, and the Astros flip the script. They win game three, four to one. Uh, Jose Altuve had himself a a, a good game. Uh, let's see, Altuve was two for five, just doing his normal right. Jose Altuve stuff. Um, Robinson Chirinos hit a home run. Uh, Michael Brantley, guy yeah. you're very familiar yeah, with as yeah, an Brantley. Indians fan. Good, good for him. You, you like seeing him on the injured list. Every day of the season except, for multiple years. Except
1: for when he became an Astro and played the entire season <laughs> and made the World Series.
0: Awesome. A lot yeah. of fun. And then game four, the Astros last night win 8-1. to one, And it, it looks like the series that we expected from the beginning now. Right.
1: And it's weird that without a DH is how they're getting it done. Because the home games you would expect... It to even things out because then the uh, Nationals can use more of their hitters than they're used to. And you would expect, like, at least I expect usually the American League team to be at a huge disadvantage in the National League Park mm-hmm. because their manager's not going to be used to rotating his guys the same way.
0: Well, typically they they are.
1: Yeah, and then, like, uh, using your pitcher for five innings because you've got hitting situations in the 6th and 7th and 8th that you got to pull your good pitcher out and start using your bullpen. And so just a lot of different scenarios that don't occur over the 162 games plus the AL playoffs that all of a sudden for you know 3 games or 4 games you got to use that stuff but all but the Astros seem perfectly fit to to take mm-hmm. care of that uh, so I was listening
0: to a podcast this morning when the uh, all three of us listened to Crime in Sports, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Uget Urbina. I don't know if you guys yeah, remember heard, the, the reliever. Good really episode. good episode. And he, he was on the 2003 Marlins, when the Marlins beat the Cubs in seven games, the right. Steve Bartman series. Cubs fans know that was Alex... Good Cubs fans know that was Alex <laughs> Gonzalez, not Steve Bartman's fault. But... I I bring that up because the uh, 2003 Marlins team actually reminds me a lot of this Nationals team. Marlins started the year really struggling. They fired their manager, brought in Jack McKeon. The the Nationals struggled early in the year. They didn't fire their manager, but he was on the hot seat for a little while. They had a terrible bullpen. They... Uh, made some trades mid season, brought in a couple new relievers, uh, and yeah, it's one they... it's
1: one of those p- spots where GM that's where GMs really earn their money because they didn't do anything that was like a big splash. They didn't go get Manny Machado. I mean, they lost Bryce Harper, but that was because the Phillies went and got Bryce Harper. Yeah, and so they they had to know like the ins and outs and the more minutiae guys who are going to really, based on what they had on the roster, make a difference on their roster because at one point they were down you know double digits below five hundred mm-hmm. during the season. Yeah. And then and then they just found a way, start creeping back, creeping back. And I remember we did a an episode about the playoff um Yeah, like kind right of playoff before. predictions. And we and I don't I don't know that we even picked them to make the playoffs because they were in with the with the Phillies. The Cubs were still in it. Yeah. The Braves were still fighting over it. And so it was like, oh, the Nats are either going to win their division or they're going to um or they're not even going to make the playoffs, and it doesn't look like the Braves are going to lose their division.
0: Well, when I was prepping that show, I almost left the, the Nationals off of it completely because I yeah. just I didn't think they had a chance. We did end up talking about them a little bit, but, right. yeah, like I said, just I compare them to that 2003 Marlins team because from the moment they hired Jack McKean as their manager, they got hot, yeah. and... It it seemed like everybody was just waiting for it to end. Uh, Okay, this is a great story. When's it going to end? The the Nationals come out. They beat the Dodgers in the uh, Divisional Series. Mm -hmm. Then they beat the the Cardinals. They sweep the Cardinals in the NLCS. And then they take two games in Houston to yeah. begin the World Series. It's just it's a surprise and you're waiting for the other foot to drop.
1: Right. I feel like the real tipping point for the Nationals was September eighth against the Braves. That was the game I attended when oh, the Nationals yeah. played the of Braves. Course. And I feel like the mojo coming off the Tennessee win really rubbed off on the Nationals with the road win, and then that's when they really catapulted into the World so Series. So you were rubbing off on the Nationals, is what you were saying? So hard. So hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, well, that'll that's going to wrap up our World Series <laughs> wait, conversation. Wait,
1: Tommy, the Astros are your squad. Please tell us what you think about them in the World Series. Well, they play good. Sports.
0: <laughs>
1: Dynamite drop-in,
0: Monty. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and then we'll return and start talking about our NFL surprises. We appreciate you joining us on Name Change Pending today. Make sure and jump on Twitter. Follow your hosts, Brian Priest at bpriest 24 Tommy Jerome, at Ruthless underscore Lupe, and Josh Keel, at Rise and Shout. Also, we know that you're busy, but if you could take two minutes out of your day and give us a five-star rating on your podcatcher of choice, that would be so amazing. Help us move up those algorithms. I don't totally understand how they work, but I know with some five-star ratings, the podcast shows up higher on the lists. And we want to help other people find the show, don't we? Doesn't really matter what you say for us. Maybe suggest some new verses for Ruthless Lupe. But thanks again for joining us, and stay tuned for more episodes of Name Change Pending. Welcome back to Name Change Pending. As your host Brian Priest, joined today by Tommy Jerome and Josh Keel. We just got finished talking about the World Series now tied 2 games apiece, and uh, now we're going to jump into the NFL and just cover some of our surprises this season. So Tommy, resident Chargers fan wanted to talk about a couple things that he's been surprised to see from the Chargers. Breathe deep, buddy. It's okay.
2: It's one season. That's yeah. okay. The only thing about this one season that's crappy is that we we're coming off a twelve and four season. We had a great season last year, and now we are two and five. Like, and then some of our losses, it's like, what are we thinking? I, I plus we can't stay healthy. I say this about every week when we do our Charger Bronco podcast. Like, it, it it's it's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> like when you you know we all have we all have our we're we're all diehard fans of something you know. That Josh, sco- Josh for the a school college down team. South, what a then, jerk! Yeah, and then you know Broncos, Chargers. We both show different emotions when we watch them. I'm more outlandish, and and from what Brian has observed, that I you know what I
0: don't understand when you watch games is it'll be a tense Chargers game, and you s- you sit. You can sit down through that tense Chargers game, and I, it, it blows me away. Because if the Broncos are in a close game late, I can't sit down. I'm fidgety. I'm moving around. I'm yeah. turning my back on everything. It,
1: you guys are lucky you don't have kids. I have kids who will ask me questions in the middle of tight games, and I just have to look at my wife like, "Why? Are you, why are you letting her near me right now? You, <laughs> you know the circumstances." I'm not a father right now. And this isn't. I'm sorry, Lulu. Go in the
2: basement. I don't know. <laughs> Out of the six close games you're talking about, we've won. Like, we've only taken one win. Yeah. And that was the first win of the of the, of the the year. The rest, because I know as a Charger fan, it ceases to amaze me. We find a way to mess it all up. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, from the play calling to the personnel on the field to the linemen somehow grabbing a hold of someone's jersey –
0: to The training staff not being able to keep anyone healthy.
2: Oh, gee. Give them some water, get, get the Gatorade out of there. Give them some water.
1: Have you sent them a video about how important stretching is?
0: You should send them the Prancer size video. You guys ever seen Prancer size? <laughs> no, no. yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Listeners, if you're out there, look up Prancer size. Little old lady describing Prancer size. There's Several variations of it, as far as speed and technique, mm. but either way, you're gonna look good.
1: So, is it fair to say that you're not surprised that they lose games? You're surprised at the number of ways they
2: find to lose oh. games. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thanks. I was so. Let's for example, last game we lose twenty three to twenty.
0: <laughs> it can't so, even get it yeah, out. Yeah, I
2: can because it's just I was so. Mesmerized on how bad the fact that we ran out of timeouts with less than two minutes. We didn't have no with like more than four minutes uh, yeah, on the game like, clock in oh. the fourth quarter. Like we were out of timeouts, and I'm like, when, and I'm watching the game, and I'm thinking, when when did this happen? When did when did they call these timeouts?
0: <laughs> I didn't see a timeout called. What?
2: <laughs> did the Chargers just defer all their timeouts? Be like, we don't need them this half. Go ahead. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna get
0: this. We're gonna screw this up. It's like the Chargers were, were playing with the handicap, and they decide, you know what? We're better than Tennessee, so we're going to do the second half without timeouts. Yes. Let's see how it goes.
2: Yeah, that's uh, Anthony Lynn's way of really showing that he believes in his team. <laughs> yeah,
0: how'd that turn out?
2: <laughs> uh, and then that last minute was just a roller coaster. We do, We get to the one-yard line, we mess up, go back five yards, and... Oh, pass interference in the end zone on the defense back to the one-yard line. Was, I'm, uh, And then the last play that we have, we fumble the ball. It's a turnover. Ball game. Go home. I heard it was five
1: plays inside the six-yard line and no points.
0: Yeah. Nope. At, when they trailed by three, mm. all they needed mm. was a field goal. At it, what
2: point do you put your kicker on the field?
0: Epic Chargers performance. Yeah. Epic.
1: Did you see? On, on classic ways to lose, did you see the Kansas-Texas Tech loss last night? This is something the Chargers could maybe pull off. They could no, I missed to this. that. Scores tied 34s. Kansas goes to kick, kick a field goal with like seven seconds left. Mm-hmm. They kick the ball. It gets blocked by Texas Tech, who picks it up, tries to return it. During the return, one of the guy's laterals to his teammate who oh, drops no. it. Kansas recovers the fumble, and since it's a turnover, it stops the clock, and they get to set up for another field goal, at which point they kick the field goal and win this time. in regulation, I'm assuming. In regulation, yeah. In regulation because he fumbled the blocked kick. Wow. That screams Chargers. If I had told you that happened to the Chargers two years ago, you'd be like, I don't remember that game. But But it seems like the Chargers. Sounds legit. Sounds right.
0: (laughs) Tommy, did you have another surprise for us? I'm surprised at
2: how much Melvin Gordon's been getting the ball.
0: (laughs) Surprised or disappointed? Angry? Here's the emotion chart Pick pick the face that applies To how you feel about it Anger
2: So I'm looking at these stats I'm looking at them And so for the first We'll go four games Eckler With the exception of when we played Houston Averaged about 60 yards And that splitting touches with Justin Jackson Justin Jackson gets hurt We play Denver Gordon's activated and we just said, oh, since Melvin's back, we'll just start giving him the ball. And then ever since then, we haven't rushed for more than 60. Yeah, Aaron Eckler's a good running back, right?
1: Austin Eckler.
2: Austin, sorry. I knew it was A. I apologize. Austin Eckler. Melvin Gordon is supposedly. And then Melvin Gordon's just shooting himself in the foot because he wants money. And now he's playing like, like you a know, charger. Like a charger.
0: You know what? I don't know if you heard this, though. He did admit, I think it was last week heading into the Tennessee game, and he said, I'm not going to hold out again. So, I mean, that's good for the whoever he plays for next
2: year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not going to be the Chargers.
2: I don't know. Maybe the Chargers might keep him. They're, they're full of surprises. Yeah, well. Um, but, yeah, that's about all I'm surprised with with the Chargers. Any other teams surprise you?
0: Teams, units. All right let's I mean you could take a look at it Josh you had a couple surprises yeah, you I want a to couple. talk about
1: my number one surprise this year is the 49ers uh they're in a really tough division I didn't I didn't know if they would even make the playoffs this year because just because I thought the Seahawks and the Rams would be good and it turns out the Rams are not good and the Seahawks are okay but they're no 49ers and I feel like it's mostly it reminds me of the Ravens when they won the Super Bowl, and they had just a manageable offense that could run the ball well, and their defense was just a beast, and no one wanted to mess with their defense. I feel like that's kind of the Niners of this year. They have Jimmy Garoppolo, who, you know, is getting paid. Jimmy like, G! He, he's getting paid like he's Tom Brady. but um,
2: Looks like Tom Brady, too. But he's I not having he to. Which one is
0: better looking? That's a good argument.
1: That's fair. Um, TB12 gonna, or Jimmy I prefer,
2: G? I prefer, I prefer
1: uh, a little younger flavor, so I'm going to go Jimmy G. Okay. Okay. Tom nice, little, Tommy. What's Tom, your vote? Tom
2: Brady's a little old for me. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with Josh. He's a little old. Yeah.
0: Tommy it, seems uncomfortable are, with this conversation. Are
1: we going, are we going in their prime? Because in their prime, Tom Brady, you can make the argument. But right now, Tom Brady's like forty-five, and Jimmy G's in his 20s, look. I'm I'm going
0: to vote for Tom Brady because he's forty-five. That that mane 42. of hair. That's fair.
1: That's fair. I, as
0: as a bald man, a proud bald man. <laughs> but if I could have some luscious locks, yeah, you yeah. Want Tom Brady? Let's do this.
1: If but I, that's just me. I would I would go Troy Polamalu or Patrick Mahomes.
0: Mm, yeah, that's yeah. that's a good point. Yep. I, Paul Amalu had some good hair. Yep. But we digress.
1: Um, San, Francisco seven, <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers based mainly well on their defense and on the fact that they're winning the West. Again, like on our episode about the West, I feel like we picked them to finish third and maybe be 500. And barring some, some pretty epic collapse, they're probably going to take first place in their division. And they're looking good. I assume they're going to lose a game at some point, but... They haven't proven that so far. So, I mean, other than the Patriots defense, they're they're pretty much the best there is right now. Um so Yeah, that's... their
0: defense has looked really good. I remember when we did the NFC West preview, the one number that really stood out to me was the fact that the Niners had two interceptions all of last season. Right. And that was something we discussed. This year already they have seven interceptions through Seven games.
1: Yep. They're so, anchored by Fred Warner. That's what happens.
0: Seven interceptions. Two of those returned for touchdowns. Nice.
1: Yeah. I'll bring good. up
0: more BYU guys. You
1: said he no, was No, Fred Warner has, is I said, actually playing I said really well. he's a really good well. linebacker. I didn't even mention the BYU thing. You brought that up. You
0: know why you brought it up. Don't sit over there and play <laughs> innocent with me. he's a
1: good linebacker. Should have won defensive rookie of the year. Anyway. I'm um, so, so tired but, of this guy. My, my second surprise is... Is the Indianapolis football Colts
0: playing my Denver Broncos? We're right now as we speak. Oh, nice.
1: I did not expect them to be four and two and leading their division after six weeks when uh, General Luck uh, retired. General Luck? Yeah. Did you never see... Uh, I think it might have been Captain Andrew Luck, the Twitter feed. No. It was like... because uh, he's. Cause I think he you're making beard. stuff no, up no, no, right you, now. You can, you can search that on Twitter. It was one of the funniest Twitter feeds ever because it was all these letters from Andrew Luck written like a Civil War general. So it'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> He'd be talking about, in the morning before games, how the sun was rising over the foggy field and how he had his troops ready for battle and all sorts of things like that.
0: I could see Andrew Luck writing those. Oh,
1: and they had a picture of him, like, his face, but on a, like, Civil War general's body. And so he, they called him Captain Andrew Luck, and he would send out tweets about the battle. Like, every... The before a game and after a game and the results, but written in 1800 stock. It was pretty funny. So I did not think that Captain Jacoby Brissett would come in and fill in for Andrew Luck as well as he has. But he's been, you know, more than serviceable. He's got the job done. You know, they're four and two. I thought the Texans would be winning that division. Texans and have still been good. They're good. They just, you know, I didn't expect the competition from the Colts. Yep. Um, as it would sit today, you know, both would be in the playoffs, but the Colts would have the home home field game.
0: Yeah, Colts beat the Texans last week, 30-23.
1: Yeah, that they're, so, they're doing just fine. Uh, I imagine how nice it would be to be a Colts fan, and, like the week before the season felt like just dire. Oh man, what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta, you know, tank for Tua type of thing, and then now all of a sudden, oh well, actually, I don't think we're okay with that.
0: Yeah, it, it's been really interesting. I've been surprised by the Colts too, and their all pro quarterback, like you said, retires. Yeah. Ten days before the season starts, right, right. and I, I, I'm sure they felt comfortable with Jacoby Brissett yeah. coming in and taking over. But he's not an All Pro quarterback, no right. matter how you look at it. Exactly, and the fact that they're four and two, they've dealt with a lot of injuries too. Yeah. Darius Leonard, their um, all rookie linebacker from last year, has missed several games. Yeah, they've had to play tons of young guys in the secondary. I mean, all kinds of injuries there. Yeah. It's it's really come down to their offensive line is incredible. Um, Marlon Mack is a yeah. hell of a running back. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, like who would have expected that two years ago?
1: Yeah, the, just everything's coming together for them. It might be one of those things where you get such an intense amount of stress put on you right before the season, you kind of galvanize as a team, and then just everything comes together. But who knows? They're they're surprising to me. And then my third surprise is how bad the Bears and the Rams suck. Um, I think we we. All picked those two teams to be at the top of their division or close okay. to it.
0: Do the Rams suck or? I don't know. I don't think the Rams suck. They've they put, they've struggled at times. Yeah. Jared Goff has. Yeah, he the, can't win games. How about
1: compared to last year? They suck. Yes, that that's the thing. Is yeah, the, it was like expecting them to be the. Maybe not as good as they were last year, but not this big of a drop-off as last, from last year. And so if they didn't have last year, you'd probably be like, oh, it's the Rams. They're okay. They're about average. But they had that one big year, so now it's like, oh, well, we know what you can do, and you're not doing it, so mm-hmm. therefore you suck. Yeah. And the Bears same thing, you know, before the season people were talking about, oh, they finally figured out with Trubisky and they, you know, their kicker sucks, but everything else is going to be good and their defense is so good. And now they're in third place in their division, they don't seem good. They probably not going to make the playoffs, like, you know, th- and that is partly due to the Vikings being better than than I think or at least than I anticipated. I knew mm-hmm. had, I knew they could be good, but I didn't think they would be good. And so, you know, and then yeah, and before the season, we didn't know how Green Bay was going to be either because of uh, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur.
0: Yeah, and Green so, Bay started slow, but yeah. Rodgers has really come together the yeah. last couple weeks, and they're looking scary. That defense is great.
1: Yeah, and they, the, the thing that they did that's different is they started slow but still won. They'd win close games and get and get by so yep. they could stay have a good record even though they're figuring things out. So mm-hmm. those are my biggest surprises. What about you, Brian? Do you have any surprises from this season?
0: I haven't watched any football this year.
1: <laughs> you should you should try. It's good. Mm, nah, I don't like it's it. It's good.
0: No, I uh I, I had a couple surprises. So wanted to start off, I I didn't want to make it all about the uh the Broncos, so I will discuss them a little bit, but I wanna start off with the New Orleans Saints. Saints come into week eight leading the NFC South, they've got a six and one record. And if I told you in August that Drew Brees was going to miss we're we're looking at five and a half games right now at this point. He's been right. out since he injured his thumb in week two, starting today yep. for the first time since week two. But if I told you he was going to miss five and a half games, what would you have put the Saints record at at this point?
1: Um, losing record... Yeah, I mean, I, I, after, if they were
0: if they were three and four, I, I they would have been a heroic. I mean, that's yeah. how
1: it was when he went down. the The basic commentary was if if Bridgewater can keep them at five hundred until until yeah. Drew Brees gets back, then they can slide into the wild card of the playoffs and be dangerous when when mm-hmm. he gets back.
0: Yeah, but the, the Bridgewater's come in. He's done well managing games. I don't, he hasn't played great by any means. Right. But what I wanted to talk about is my surprise specifically is the Saints' defense. Yes. This Saints' defense have, has gotten better every week of the year. Right now they're 11th in the league in points allowed, only allowing three touchdowns a game, 21 points. They're 7th in yards allowed, 14th in passing yards, but their rush defense is 9th in the league. Um, I, they've, they've got a couple players in the defensive line. Cameron Jordan ha, has been awesome. He's fifth in the league with seven sacks so far this year through fifth. seven games, so averaging a sack a game. That's pretty good. That's tough to beat.
1: Is he better than Aaron Donald?
0: And then uh, another guy who two years ago the, the Saints were kind of panned in the NFL draft for trading up to draft Marcus Davenport out mm-hmm. of a Division two school. Davenport's been awesome for the Saints this year. That one-two punch with Davenport and Cameron Jordan uh, on as defensive ends, yeah, it really caused a lot of troubles for offenses that yeah. the Saints have faced. Their secondary's been good. I know Eli Apple hurt his knee last week. And I haven't seen what the the results of that are, but the Saints' defense has been a surprise, and they've carried this team to a six and one start. Yeah. Now, if they can, if, with Drew Brees back, if he's actually healthy. Right. the The Saints are a team that's going to be an incredibly tough out. You look at the top of the NFC with the Packers and the Saints and the Niners. It's it's a good conference. Yeah, it's
1: going to be it's going to be footballers. Tough. A lot more questions come about who's going to come out of the NFC for the Super Bowl than the AFC right now. Yeah, definitely.
0: And then my my other surprise this year is you you guys know when we did our preview shows, I I. I was confident in in the Broncos to a degree. Yep. Uh, but what I what I was really confident about was that their defense would be good.
1: Yeah. I and
0: that. Josh, you picked them in fantasy <laughs> based on my recommendations. I, I
1: really did. Fortunately, fortunately I ended up with the Patriots because they were playing Miami week 2. Oh, that's not bad. And so I upgraded. I upgraded quickly. But I did start with the Broncos. I played them one game.
0: You're not exactly in a competitive league, I'm not so a competitive it's league. it's tough to give you too much
1: credit for. It. <laughs> but it worked out nicely. Yeah. So so
0: we look at this Broncos defense. I I look at a three game stretch. that really kind of epitomizes what the Broncos defense has been this year. Week four against the Jaguars, the Broncos allow Leonard Fournette. I think. People who follow football remember Leonard Fournette at LSU, and they wouldn't be surprised by these numbers. But NFL Leonard Fournette shouldn't be getting 225 yards (laughs) on 29 carries. Broncos defense allows 225 yards and a rookie quarterback that's only playing because of injury. Now, granted, Gardner Minshew's been good. Gardner Minshew the second without there being a first. They have to point that out every time. (laughs)
2: I'm going to call his him what his grandpa wanted to be wanted to call him, Beowulf. <laughs> his His the dad's Minshew, not
1: Minshew. They just named him Junior?
0: That, no, they didn't name him Junior. They, they named, named him the second.
1: second. But his dad's not the his, same. His dad is that's not an, named Gardner. That's an amazing family. <laughs> I, I, I love those no, guys. The thing I like the most, I, whichever parent thought of that and convinced the other parent to be on board with that is an amazing argument. It,
0: if grandpa Only wanted to Florida name Florida, him baby. Beowulf I, and it was the, his paternal grandfather yeah i'm assuming the, the, <laughs> it was, it was the, the dad. eccentricity is coming from the dad's side yeah but i mean yeah. w- what do i know maybe he he picked a wife that fits right in could be and they're they're all kind of crazy like the good <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy right
1: right the kind of crazy
0: you're like i want to hang out with them
1: yeah the entertaining fun kind of crazy not <laughs> crazy yeah. crazy eyes and you're not sure what they're thinking yeah crazy. exactly yep.
0: so d- back to the broncos defense 225 yards for Fournette, 213 yards and two touchdowns for Gardner Minshew. And Tommy and I watched this game. He just dissected the Broncos' defense. He got anything and everything he wanted. So the Broncos lose that game 26-24. And then the, the Jekyll and Hyde nature of this defense. So after that Jaguars game, the Broncos come out, play the Chargers. They win 20-13. to The the Broncos' defense allows 246 total yards. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, a a decent offense will get 246 yards and a half. Yep. There, There was, let's look, 211 passing yards from Phillip Rivers and 35 rushing yards. We've discussed the Chargers. Tommy, you're over here shaking your head. It's tough to talk about. I know. It was a tough game to watch as a Chargers fan, I'm sure.
1: Who was the running back that game? Yeah, no,
0: that was Melvin Gordon Melvin in his Gordon? first appearance of the season.
1: Well, I mean, Melvin Gordon's no Leonard Fournette. I think we can all agree with that, <laughs> at least that statement.
0: That's a strong assessment, <laughs> right there. That's really good.
1: But yeah, so the Broncos' defense allows 225
0: yards rushing. Then the next game, they allow 35. And then following that, they come out and shut out the Tennessee Titans again. Not a great team by any means, right? But they shut out the Titans. They drive Marcus Mariota out of the game. He's replaced by Ryan Tannehill. They, in this game, they allowed only 204 total yards. So two games where the defense allows less than 300 yards, 39 yards rushing for the Titans, 165 yards passing. And so Broncos fans, you're thinking, okay, we got something going. And, and those two games were after, I, f- I forgot to mention in the Jaguars game, they're... F- Fifth pick in the draft last year, Bradley Chubb tore his ACL in the Jaguars game. And then the defense comes out and puts up their two best efforts of the season against the Chargers and Titans. They just don't make sense. They're Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know what the hell they're doing. And it's frustrating at this point. As much as I love the Broncos, I've talked about it all year, the last thing you want to be in the NFL is middle of the pack. Right. And the Broncos, at best, are middle of the pack right now. Just lose. (laughs) Trade anybody you can get value from. Get more draft picks, more bites at the apple, whether John Elway is good at drafting or not. And track record shows that he's not, let's be honest. It's just frustrating. I've been really surprised that this defense has struggled as much as they have.
1: It's so much more frustrating to be a fan of an inconsistent team than a bad team. It really is, because if they're bad, you know what to expect. I've had, in my fandom, the last four years had terrible terrible where it's like yeah i know they're losing every single week and then this year nah i never know what to expect and it's so much worse because when they suck you're like but you can't be good why why are you not being good yeah and then when even when they're good you're like what where the hell was that Two weeks ago, what? Why? Why? Why yeah. this weekend, not two weeks ago? What you you can't even
0: be happy when they do play <laughs> yeah. well because you're like, "What? You've yeah. got it in you? Come yeah. on!
1: What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> it's so frustrating." It's so that's so frustrating.
0: The, that's all I had for my surprises. Did you guys have anything else?
2: No, I'm I'm all tapped out. All right. I'm surprised Tommy's this sad this episode. Yeah, it's 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 tough talking about the Chargers, man. It's, well,
0: the Chargers game is on right now. He's distracted. What's the score, Tommy? Give me one second. That's okay. We don't need to worry about it. That'll that'll wrap us up. Oh, we're winning, seven six. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Chargers have a lead time left. You know what, guys? Broncos Broncos have a lead too, six to nothing. That'll wrap us up for Name Change pending. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, tune in later this week as we talk about each jazz game that goes on. Jazz face the Suns Monday night. And then next weekend I'm sure we'll get the band back together. And put together a great show for you.
1: Sounds fresh off that Clippers win.
0: So thanks for coming on, guys. You want to give your Twitter handles one more time? Oh, yeah. Rise and shout.
1: R-Y-S-E-N-S-H-O-U-T.
2: That's at Ruthless underscore Lupe. That's R-U-T-H-L-E-S-S underscore L-U-P-E.
0: Beautiful. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Name Change Pending. And on Instagram at Name Change Pending 24, we got pictures of basketball games and football games and other sporting events that we may or may not have attended.